The massive fall in the price of crude oil means hundreds of thousands of people are no longer working in the business, and many smaller energy companies are in a foot race against bankruptcy. Yet up until now, oil production has not dropped in places like the Permian Basin of West Texas, the nation's highest producing oil field. For Inside Energy, Lauren Madelon reports. The din at a frack operation near Midland, Texas, is the soundtrack of a complex technology that's allowed the U.S. to reduce its dependence on foreign oil. This is the heart of the operation right here. Sam Sledge is an operations manager at ProPetro, a drilling services company based in West Texas. He walks me through a field that's been transformed. Miles of pipes, trucks, 2,500 horsepower pumps, dozens of scurrying workers. During the oil boom, when the price of crude jumped to more than $100 plus per barrel, there were 30 fracking companies working this oil field, today less than 20. Sledge says the market's hurting, but the technology of what's called the horizontal play is still working here. Horizontal play means you drill down, then sideways, horizontally, extracting crude every few feet. It's just been a bunch of trial and error with this new horizontal play in West Texas over the last five to ten years to just dial it in to where we're going to get the most out of the rock as possible. This is where we're able to monitor everything that's happening on location. Sledge brings us into a trailer arrayed with computers and real-time charts, monitoring the flow in the pumps connected to the well. 14 different pumps on location, shift gears, throttle up and down, all of that is where you can control the horsepower from right here. And they're improving their efficiency. One example, ever more precise 3D seismic readings, physics and software that pin down exactly where the oil is, which means more fracks are successful. So despite low prices and a plummeting number of rigs working the basin, oil production is still rising. This time last year, there were 255 rigs here, today just 120. Yet production's up in the same time frame, from 1.8 million barrels per day to 2 million today. Fewer companies are doing the work, but those that remain can benefit from those who've left. Right now, it's pretty simple battle for market share. It's in our best interest to survive because the companies that are going out of business are going to in turn give us their business when we turn back around. Until then, survival means slashing costs. The first thing you do is you get on the phone with everyone you do business with and you try to get a cut rate. Russell Gold's the author of The Boom, How Fracking Ignited the American Energy Revolution and Changed the World. You make the case that, look, this is a major recession for the oil field and everyone's got to cut. He says banks are also scrambling. There are a lot of regional banks right now that have a lot of oil field loans out there. They don't want to see everyone go belly up. So, you know, they're going to be in the business of selectively cutting some deals. And, you know, you're going to go to your banker and you're going to say, please, please give me more time. Let's renegotiate. Let's work this out. Because at the current prices, businesses, especially a business with a lot of debt, is just not going to survive. Dale Redman is ProPetro CEO. It's going to work itself out. It is a cycle. And just about the time everybody says it's over, it comes back. Redmond takes the long view. You have to look at this as a marathon, not a sprint. He says downturns mean companies like his need to forge an even deeper partnership with oil and gas customers who have financial woes of their own. You have to be in tandem with what they're trying to accomplish, and you better understand what their internal rate of returns are to get those costs down where they can continue. Many people ask, why not cut production in the U.S. to restrict supply and thereby raise prices? Well, it turns out it's not that cut and dried. 
Russell Gold explains many of these companies live under a mountain of debt. They need to have cash coming in the door to pay off their loans. They can't just simply stop drilling. If you stop drilling, the cash stops coming in. Critics have called it a drilling treadmill. It means that even in the face of an oil glut and low prices, those who want to survive later have to at least try to stay in the game now. For Inside Energy, I'm Lorne Madelon in Midland, Texas. For photos, video, data, and more from the Inside Energy team, check us out at InsideEnergy.org.